Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shalom. Two weeks ago, I boarded a plane with Rabbi Rebecca Rosenthal, with three members of our LCLJ team, and most importantly, with 23 of Central's extraordinary 8th and 9th graders. Our destination was Phoenix, Arizona. Our itinerary, an immigration justice trip to the border. Because of the pandemic, this was actually my first time traveling with Central. And I honestly didn't know what to expect other than that I was told that because we were chaperoning teenagers, I should not plan to sleep. (laughs) 72 hours later, utterly exhausted. I can say that our trip was breathtaking, moving, shattering, and inspiring. The situation at the border is undeniably complex, and the diversity of speakers we heard from and experiences we had sought to capture the nuances of that complexity. But you don't have to take my word for it. Every night of the trip, we asked our students to write journal entries about the experiences they had throughout the day, what they learned, why it was important, and how it changed their perspectives. And you can find these journal entries on the Send Sin Teens Tumblr page. Yes, Tumblr is still a thing. This evening, I want to share with you some of the highlights from our teens' reflections. Just before attending Shabbat services at a synagogue in Phoenix, we heard from Eddie a Jewish DACA recipient who crossed the border with his mother when he was three years old. After hearing Eddie's story, one of our teens wrote, I was not aware of how hard it really was and still is to come through the border and live as an undocumented person, even with DACA. Eddie talked about how traveling across Mexico was one of the only times he saw his mother break down about the border patrol pointing guns at her and forcing both of them into a detention center, and about how he couldn't get his driver's license because he was undocumented. The struggles of an undocumented person are crazy, and I did not know much about them until now. As you can imagine, Eddie's testimony moved many of us to tears. And the very next morning, We drove to the border wall in Nogales, where we heard from a retired border border patrol agent named Chris. 
Chris showed us the futility of the wall's recently installed barbed wire, which was littered with jackets and sweatshirts and a teddy bear. And then he told us what his job was actually like, how he was trained to catch bad guys trying to bring drugs across the border, but instead found himself saving a mother and her child who were waist deep in freezing water as they were trying to enter this country. After hearing from Chris, one of our teens wrote, I learned the actual process of how Border Patrol works from a Border Patrol agent. I learned that from the inside, the job is challenging physically. Without the Border Patrol, there would be many people coming into this country without legal permission. But it is also important to address the fact that these people had to escape hardships in their home countries. Chris's insights, unique insights into his previous profession, gave us a different perspective to consider. And our itinerary was more than just a collection of speakers. We volunteered with a Catholic organization that welcomes asylum seekers to this country, greeting a bus load of new arrivals from an ICE detention center with water and snacks and smiles. We also hiked a desert trail used by migrants, leaving gallons of water along the way, hoping they'll be fined those, by those who need them. After the hike, one of our teens reflected, we were able to step into the migrant shoes and were able to feel how they felt in the hot Arizona sun. For me, it was hard walking for an hour and a half, so I can't imagine how they do it. And another wrote, today, we were told that after days of barely any water, when offered water at the border, some undocumented people told volunteers to save it for others. After a long walk home, I always rush to get water, and these people are hiking through the desert. I want to bring home some of the selflessness of the people who saved water for others. The Jewish values that animated our trip to Arizona won't surprise anyone here. In Hebrew, our first patriarch and matriarch, Abraham and Sarah, are called Ivrim, which literally means border crossers. 36 times the Torah tells us to care for strangers because we were strangers in the land of Egypt. And countless times throughout our history, our people have been refugees. But this Shabbat, as I share with you the wisdom and thoughtfulness of our teens, I'm actually drawn to a verse in this week's Torah portion, Amor. Mishpat echad yeye lachem, kager kazrach yeye, ki ani Adonai Elohechem. You shall have one law for stranger and citizen alike, for I, Adonai, am your God. The United States is a nation of laws. We have borders. And the lesson that our teens took from our trip is not that we shouldn't. Rather, it's the lesson of this verse from Amor. The great medieval commentator Rashi observes that the verse's concluding words, Ani Adonai Elohechem, I, Adonai, am your God, 
are unnecessary. He asks, what does God have to do with having one law for citizens and strangers alike? And Rashi answers, these words at the end of this verse remind us that our God is a God of both the strangers among us and our fellow citizens. This verse is a call to radical empathy, to see the humanity in both the mother crossing the border with her child and the border patrol agent who stops them. I will be the first to admit that this commandment is not easy to follow. But that's why we went to Arizona, to put names and faces to the news, to cultivate that capacity for compassion. As one of our teens reflected about the trip, we heard about individual experiences, which was really impactful because it humanizes a story when you can meet the person and talk to them and ask them questions. This helped build a sense of empathy. Beyond thinking about how bad the current immigration system is, but thinking about all the different people it affects in different ways. So when I get home, I'll work on being more empathetic and look for ways to get involved in my community helping undocumented people. I'd like to think Rashi would have been proud. I know I am. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Shalom.